Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Hello, fellow Marvel fans, and welcome to Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network, where we break down all the Marvel movie news from all the studios and tell you why you should be as excited as we are. Uh, we're broadcasting to you live from the Danger Room. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we've got uh, we've got our good friend Jatarvis in the booth. Say hi, Jatarvis. Hi. <laughs> so spirited. Really keeps it keeps it up. Oh, yeah, man, he is he is bringing it up today. Uh, you can visit us on Facebook, Marvel News for Marvel fans. Like us, follow us there. Uh, we're also all on Twitter uh, at Marvel Schmoes. I'm also at the Matt Key. You can find me at M Placo at Matt Cook tweeted. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, Adam Gertler here today. What's your Twitter? Yes, hi, I'm Adam Gertler at uh, Adam Gertler. Uh, uh, you can also find uh, me uh, at uh, DC Movies SK uh, because we do the DC Movie News show uh, here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would assume with that shirt. Oh, what? Oh, this? Oh, this old thing? This old thing? That's right. <laughs> Why did you invite a traitor onto our show? He's not a traitor. He's... Tell tell her about the long history of crossovers. Oh, right? Giant-sized Batman versus Hulk. We're doing an amalgam today. Superman He's versus He's playing Spidey? Dark Claw. He's Dark oh, Claw Dark today. Claw. Yeah. Dark Claw. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com uh, slash popcorn talk network, or you can go to popcorn talk.com. Follow them on Twitter at the, at the popcorn talk. Uh, also, please don't forget to... Su- yes. Yeah, well, I actually want to address something real quick. That oh, it's really, address it. Really address imperative it. imperative that if you do follow us on YouTube.com slash Schmoes No Podcast, we are switching to the Popcorn Talk, yes. Talk Network, so you want to resubscribe, because yeah. that is our new home. Yes. That's our new home. Yeah. yeah. So go find us there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Keeps us coming uh, back to you every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just want to remind everyone, before we get started in anything, none of us are experts here. We've read a lot. We know a lot. But we're fans just like you. If we get things wrong, be gentle with us and, and kindly correct us. Take our Have take you our guys hands had some yours. threats? I've had a guy try to hit me with a Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. A couple times. Yeah. He was actually trying to cram the knowledge into you? Yeah. Or was he just No, like, he was mad that we weren't talking DC about guy. DC. Oh, right. By the way, that, show. Just for that. that man was uh, Adam West, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know. It was it was kind of surreal he for He was just us. confused. Yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> no, that would be Burt Ward. <laughs> Oh, I just I feel bad now. Life. Uh, anyway, so uh, Adam, yes. welcome to the show. It's exciting to have a DC guy in here. Even it's though so we great all... to be here. You know, the first time I was here, you and I were in these very same positions. Yeah, and we were we, we were, were debating, debating, and it was you know, look, it was put in the in the in the idea that it was meant to be a debate, and we really had to go at each other. But the fact is. 
I'm a Marvel fan as much as a DC fan. And I'm a DC fan. Were you debating the two the two universes? It was we had to take it was like if you were on debate squad and you were like, all right, you have this you have this side of the argument and you have that side of the argument. And what was the argument? What's better? It was it was, it was like, after the DC slate. Right. Who made out. the bigger announcement? Who was making the bigger news? DC versus Marvel. Yeah. Whoa. And yeah. you won. You I won. did. It was, I it did. was embarrassing I was, for me. I was playing dirty. I was really. You were playing real I was like and, being loud and, and pushy and, and just trying to. How could you win that? Because I mean, I, listen. I'm not. I'm not going to hate I'm on really, DC. Really good. Okay, you are very good because you are Marvel so should have won that for you. No, I know. I'm disappointed. I still wear that on Bye. my back. Like that is a monkey We're that will never leave. To bury those hatchets. Bury those mallets. Hammers. Mjolnir's and, uh, and those Mjolnir's. Oh, we can get like Harley's mallet and Thor's Mjolnir. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yes, Next I time you it. should bring in Harley's mallet. Why I don't will. You know that? I do. I do. Oh. I do. <laughs> I've got he, three. he really likes to cosplay as Harley yeah. Quinn. So, it, that, uh, that was the number one uh, cosplay at yeah. the New York Comic Con. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a good one. Uh, so <laughs> you are on DC Movie News with yep. the with the schmoes and the popcorn talk. Yeah, network. with Roxy Stryer and Johnny LaQuasta. Yeah, it's nice. a good show. If you're not watching it and you're a DC fan, go check it out. Uh, what else are you doing? Uh, I also do a show on FX called FX Movie Download. So that airs uh, most Friday nights when they show like a lot of those movies that you've seen a thousand times on FX, <laughs> but they want to repackage it and do something new. <laughs> so Sasha Pearl Raver and I will do uh, what they call interstitial commentary. A lot of times we're really lucky and we get to interview filmmakers. Super cool. Uh, and then we get to kind of just like throw to some of the bonus content and you know just talk about behind the scenes stuff and yeah. also kind of geek out. But it's a little bit more of a rigid format, you know, because we've got like. 12 seconds to talk here before we go to commercial. So you don't get just, just like, spew like you do on Popcorn Talk, which is yeah, so cool. which yeah. is great. Well, we've also got uh, Matt Cook's friend Greg. Uh, he's on the couch. Say hi, Greg. That's right. Hello. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> that was great. You were uh, great. He, he was so yeah. nervous about saying hello, and you just nailed it. You just nailed it, it man. You did You're, a great job. We're really all proud hard. of you. Yeah. I thought he was going to go with hi. It seemed like he was working That's on what he high was saying yeah. until the thing started, and yeah. then he just flipped it. Yeah. He, he surprised all of us. Yeah. He came in with a different one. He felt so. the room, made yeah. the adjustment. <laughs> yeah. Good, good for good. you. I was going to do salutations, but... No. Uh, too far. Too far. Don't apologize. You did a great job. You did great. Uh, Next time. So uh, we've got back. we've got l- thank you thank <laughs> you we've got lots of news to cover today. We may, uh, may not actually get to uh, talk about uh, comic books too much because we have so much news to catch up on. It happens. Uh, but uh, we are going to be talking you, you about. You just changed that order on me. Oops. Oh no! I know, That's but from from there, I told you Tarvis a different order. But and it's up there. It's I know, on the but board. I have to go off of this. Do you think you can see that when you're in the booth? No. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, so we're having is, a, a little bit of a production. This is how it happens. Yeah. This, this is the magic. This is behind the scenes. scenes. Yeah, Marvel this is the first. Blu-ray okay. extras. Uh, well, this, we're this be... kind of stuff happens on DC Movie News all the time. Not oh, really. this is what happens <laughs> when Matt <laughs> King decides he wants to take over the producer role, uh-uh. and I'm like, uh-uh. 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 whatever, One whatever. Thanks a lot, Gertler. You and your Flash T-shirt. Great. Oh, oh, Captain Marvel. Sorry. I Sorry. just call him Shazam these days, okay? Well, that's what I was going to say. I think he's starting to sow the seeds of the sun because he's not actually Shazam. We have a, a Black Adam situation. Oh, oh, Black Adam. Nice. That's yeah. my new nickname, and I love it. Yeah. Right, right. Thank you. It's a good one. I can't believe that uh, wasn't already in play. Never. <laughs> wow. My mother never called me <laughs> Black Adam. Oh, what a terrible mom. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we're gonna talk. To, we've got some Marvel news, uh, some casting news. We've got a lot of casting news. Yep. And uh, first up, we have Netflix. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to make your head explode. That's oh, coming wow. later. So uh, over at Marvel, we've got uh, Daniel Bruhl cast in the Captain of Mar- Marvel, uh, Captain America. Look what you've done to me. The Captain America movie. That. 
And uh, possibly the Doctor Strange movie, according to some reports, he's going to be the villain in Doctor Strange, uh, but not all of the reports are saying the same thing. So, uh, uh, yeah, Daniel Bruhl, he was in uh, Inglorious Bastards and Rush, and uh, uh, Kevin Feige says, with Daniel's ability to deliver intense, nuanced performances, we knew we had found yet another great actor to share the screen with some of our biggest heroes, and lots of people are saying he's going to be uh, Baron Zemo. Hey, well, Zemo spent yeah. a lot of time looking over his shoulders, so it's Who's lots go of people really well. Just lots of people on the internet I've seen, like just oh, those people, those yeah. people, <laughs> the Doctor Dooms of the world are all saying. Wait, did Zemo. you also hear? And some people even threw out a crazy Red Skull. <laughs> oh no. no, I've heard, I've heard that too. That he's the rein, reincarnation of Red Skull. My favorite is Modok. Hmm? Yeah, 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 no one, no one. I no, didn't know that was. A, no. I didn't know that was. I a, mean, that's a great character. Way? I'd love to see they get in there. Yeah. I, you know, but I think he's going to be. Uh, uh, isn't Modok like on like a, a screen or something like that? Or he's he's the floating. He's, 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 he's the giant head that Which, sits in the seat. Right, he's yeah. the giant head. Right. Yeah. Uh, Artem uh, Zola is the is the organism designed only for killing. But they managed to make Zola really awesome in BA in the in Winter Soldier. He was so freaking cool. I just saw it again the other day. I was kind of sick all week. Yeah. And yeah. All, I got to admit, all I wanted to do all week was like the one movie I wanted to just like on demand because there's so much TV to get through. It was mm-hmm. like I want to watch Winter Soldier yeah. and then straight up. Yeah. That movie is so fucking good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you did that us on purpose. You are I sabotaging us. You are sabotaging us. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like that 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 movie to me, not to get off topic, but just the weight and the way they met, made Cap feel like like it felt like the comic books. Yep. Yeah. Like the speed and everything. Like, you know, up till then, like when movies they show a guy running fast and it looks kind of yeah. weird or throwing a shit. It just didn't have the, the weight. Yeah. yeah. And he was so no, good. And, and they a, made Hydra scary. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which has never been like, scary to green, me. Green green, you know, suited. Minions and and they're like I always thought Hydra and AIM are kind of silly, really silly. But yeah, the yeah. Russo brothers brought so much life to yeah. the Cap films, and Winter Soldier was one of my my favorites. And the way they handled uh, Zola, who I I love because yeah. uh, he's this crazy walking TV man that looks yeah. like you know Krang. Yeah, yeah. and Krang. They just brought he was so scary. Much. He, he was, was great, and then yeah. he, he they creepy. even rationalized the whole monologuing mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they let him monologue, yeah. and they said, "Oh, but this is why I've been monologuing yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. now you blow up." So good. And I love, like, they had, like, the whole, the weird camera thing that they zoomed in on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, even in the first movie you're talking about. No, no. no the, well, this... no, in the first movie they had, like, the weird magnifying glass right, right. behind yeah. it. In the second movie, they go down to that bunker. They're like, what is this? And then there's that weird mm-hmm. camera thing that, like, triggers on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the security camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it was great. Cool. It was so good. Now, if they if they do bring in uh, Brule as Zemo, what... You know what can we tell our our non comic reading audience about Baron uh, Zemo? Well, well, do we want to do it, Greg? Do you want to? You are our Baron Zemo expert, self proclaimed. Do you want to take this? Do you want to run with who Baron Zemo is? Well, Baron Zemo is a interesting character. First of all, it depends if you're talking about Heinrich or Helmut. There's two of them. Uh, I th- it's like Baron Zemo one and Baron Zemo <laughs> two. Yeah, well, like, well, I think it's actually the twelfth and the thirteenth of the Zemo line. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Uh, but I, I I don't know. No one is saying. I my guess is that it's going to end up being Heinrich, which the is the guy one. with the, the furry shoulders. I think that's Helmet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's one. the second one. Let's I think have that's that the one. one. Yeah. Yeah, right. the, and the sword wielding, and his his hood is like a little more fitted to his face. I'm remembering the images from the Handbook of the Marvel Universe that I used yeah. to collect. This yeah, game, right. Like Baron Zemo. But okay, Baron Zemo. But what, <laughs> what role does he play within in the Cap universe? Uh, he plays quite a few, I think, at different yeah. times. And he's, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Greg knows he, more than I do. So he killed. Uh, well, they thought he killed Bucky. Attached, he uh, he he stole basically a plane, and. 
uh, Captain America and Bucky were trapped on that plane. Captain falls out, lands in the ocean, gets yeah. unfrozen years later. They think Bucky dies in the explosion. And yeah. Heinrich essentially... He know, was the one who Bucky. did that. Yeah. I think that's in Captain America 6 or something. Or yeah. uh, uh, Avengers number mm-hmm. 6, where they, they did so, that. Yeah, he's... But in the modern yeah. law, what, what in the modern lore? I mean, I remember like when I started collecting, I think Zemo was already dead. So I guess he was he a big villain in like the seventies and like when Captain America was like in the so prime he's, of his run. He's, he's kind of a, a big character in the sixties because he redefines Captain helps redefine Captain America for the Silver Age. Because mm-hmm. in the Golden Age, I don't think he actually. I think he was actually gunned down by like gangsters or something like that, and that's how they killed him in the Golden Age. And then they rewrote it in the Silver Age with Zemo killing him Red and Con. Bucky at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and it was 20 years later, so Stanley could do that. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Jatarvis has a question. What's, what is it, Jatarvis? Uh, well, as we all know, Captain America 3 is Civil War. Yeah. How does this character play into that storyline? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that um, one of the things that he's most known for is Masters of Evil. He creates the Masters of Evil. I think right. Crossbones yes. is a member of the Masters of Evil at some point, right? In the comics, uh, Iron Man actually enlists... Baron Zemo Helmut to uh, gather all the supervillains to go on his side. So that could oh, be in the Civil War. During no, the Civil right. War, that's yeah. Right. yeah. No, that is so good. So that could be, even though he, apparently he was doing that. And, and it looks like Crossbones will be, because we saw uh, that that character, like, yeah. scarred. Yeah. He will yeah. come he back the, as Crossbones. Now, not to get too nerdy, but do, will we Nerd. see a power broker? Like, help? <laughs> Isn't that like part of Crossbones thing? Doesn't he get, like, power brokered up? Come on, I don't want to talk about, like, John Walker and all oh that kind of stuff. Don't know. I, you're out nerding me. Power right broker there. is a guy in the Marvel universe who you go to and you like you give him a certain yeah. amount of money and he jacks you up. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, He's I, the I super yeah, there's a lot of like guy. black market like power mm-hmm. uh, like augmentation and stuff that you yes. can do and yeah. he's one of the guys. Yeah. And oh, uh, John Walker, is. who took over for Steve Rogers one of the times when he was walking around as a U.S. agent and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. John Walker was, was he the nomad. Guy. Who he was, was Nomad. nomad. Uh, okay. I think Steve Rogers was Nomad. And then maybe Switch. I think John Walker was Nomad, too. I think they swapped. So I, I need a geek alert button. Geek, know, alert, geek, geek alert. alert. Geek alert. All right. All right. So how he could fit in is uh, I, I think he's going to be um, vaguely in the background of Civil in Civil War. Because the way they're talking about him, he's not going to be the main villain. I think he's going to be kind of like the ticking clock of the, of the film with them fighting each other. It's There's going to be a bigger threat going on with Zemo. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to end up if he is in Doctor Strange, I think that's how they play into Doctor what Strange. What I like to think about is that Tony Stark still recruits Zemo, who is one of Cap's oldest enemies, and Cap is not cool with it. And oh. he's like, no, oh. Captain America, I know maybe you and my father had your differences, but I am telling you I'm on the level. Oh, so yeah. And then he's Zemo really a- not. And he's acting through the Superhuman Registration Act, or whatever that is, right. in the Civil War. And he's, I think, maybe plotting against Captain America while at the same time shaking his hand. And but like Stark doesn't know that because he's no. not yeah. overtly going right. Yeah. And, and Stark's mm-hmm. like, trust him, Cap. Give him a chance. And then, and, and that's going to blow up in Stark's so, face. And he's got such a Cap's big face. ego anyway, right. Stark. Right. So he's and like, he's no, like he's I got fine. it. Because we know that a lot of the what we're getting from the uh, from the Ultron mythology and moving forward is this constant reaching back into the 40s and the 60s with uh, Stark's father yeah. and all that kind Agent of stuff. Carter and the SSR. Bringing all that. And I love how they keep they're intertwining that really, really well. Yep. So it would make sense that like Stark's reaching back into the past. This guy he worked on the original Ultron Imperative, or yeah. you know he worked on the original Super Soldier Project, and, yeah. and this his descendant is now going to be working with yeah, us. In the he's present. trying to the, the son's trying to make up for the sins of the father, it, which yeah, is something be, that I think a lot of characters in the Iron Man universe are attempting to do, well, including Iron Man. Also, something that can do is it can bring in the father in.
in Agent Carter. Right. And start establishing oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Heinrich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Which, Going back to Heinrich. Which yeah. I think now that we're like, you know, a season into into Shield, I think with Carter, I think they're they're figuring out how to do this stuff with the T V yeah. stuff yeah. better. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like it's obviously so growing much better. pains. So yeah. much better. But I think they know what they're doing now. All right. So uh Jatarvis, did we answer your question at all? Did we help you out there, buddy? Uh you lost me at Nomad. Uh, <laughs> we lost no, a I lot. He looks a little like this guy, by the way. No, Matt. He looks a little bit so. like the the red and yellow daredevil. You think? No, no, homie. Okay, no. guys. Okay. Uh, so uh, we've also got, uh, over at Marvel, we've got the Russo brothers rumored to be directing the Infinity Wars. Um, yeah, it looks the like they're Wars being give, yeah. uh, given the kings, uh, keys to the keys kingdom. To the kingdom if yeah. You, yeah, I'm pretty stoked because the Russo brothers are they're nerds. At, at their core, they are yeah. giant nerds. If you've ever watched you know, Community at all, you see so many comic book, video game references. That's why I love that show. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. And they've handled Cap so well. And they've they've made a franchise out of the Captain America movies where yeah. I feel the Iron Man were the flagship for now. I think Cap is kind of going that way. And if they give them Infinity Wars, it's really going to solidify yeah. where Marvel's going to go in their Phase 3 and, and wrap it up. And I think they have they have what it takes to make it work. I think it's interesting that Winter Soldier especially was so grounded and so real and yeah. so uh, Earth-based. Mm-hmm. And I think putting them in an Infinity War would be a really interesting thing to see what they can do cosmically. Yeah. Because uh, I thought the visuals of, of uh, Winter Soldier were fantastic yeah. and, and all that. So it'd be interesting to take them out of espionage and spies and, and military forces and put them in a cosmic scale. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they could do. Yeah. Well, I think what, what that movie proved, Winter Soldier, is that you can take great storytellers who don't necessarily have all this experience working with multi-hundred million dollar budgets because the Marvel Brain, Stru- Brain Trust and the Kevin Feige team has got all that down. Yeah. They've yeah. already got the action sequences storyboarded out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what makes these movies magic is filling in the heart and the characters. That's when you bring in great storytellers because yeah. these films are collaborative efforts. And that's you know, that's probably why, uh, you know, we lost uh, uh, Edgar Wright, you know, for, mm-hmm. for Ant-Man is because he was more of an autonomous filmmaker. Yeah, I just, I just, I just shrunk. Oh, no, you shrunk. So I, I think that they're making the right choices based on, like, guys who tell great stories. Which and, I think has to be yeah. primary. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. Uh, we've also got uh, James Gunn denying rumors that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will set up Infinity War. That's the movie, I think, that comes right before... No, not before. It comes before Captain Marvel. Then yeah. we do. Uh, it comes after Black Panther, before Captain Marvel, and then we go into Infinity War. And I, he's saying that they're yeah. not going to have anything to do with the Infinity War stuff. I think that's fair because there's so much. There's so much going on with other movie tie-ins to Infinity War that Guardians kind of set its own little cosmic scale, and I think it's okay for them to go off and do their own story. Yeah. I mean, they they set up a lot with Thanos already that yeah. they can kind of go on and finally tell their own story, which I think is going to be Peter Quill's or like father's story. Yeah, me too. I, I think we're going to get yeah. Jason or whoever I, they choose. I, I, I think they'll hit a little bit yeah. on They have to. I mean, with, just be. with Drax and Gamora alone, yeah. you can't not yeah. have mm-hmm. Thanos involved. Yeah, it, I, I, and I, I don't think that James Gunn has any reason to, uh, you know, uh, mislead people. Marvel doesn't really seem to be like playing it like that. Yeah. Like I, I believe what he's saying. There's They're a lot not of JJ characters, Abrams, right? Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of characters in this movie. People want to see more of those characters, and they want to see more of their story. Now they got the origin stuff out of the way. Like a lot of these movies, like it's like the sequel. The, the first one has to tell the origin, and the mm-hmm. sequels have been just singing. Yeah. Because yeah. now you can just tell a story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's it for Marvel mm-hmm. news uh, that I know of. Uh, so now we're going to head over to Fox, where we get to uh, Jean Grey and Cyclops casting has started. Ba 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 ba. That's kind of exciting for everyone. He's I don't know if sees this face I'm making. What? What? <sighs> what? what? It's just, not a happy face. It's not a happy face. You, why are you not happy, Marina? Uh, well, okay. So I I love Jean Grey. 
Obviously, no, she's your fa- she's she your doctor's trained, right? She's my doctor's trained. Never tell from your hair color. I know. There's a, there's a reason why I went from Emma Blonde, which I'm natural, to Jean Grey, Grey Red. But that's a Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh, oh. Well done. Well done. So I I see where they're going. So with. What Fox is trying to do for Apocalypse is they are casting younger for Gene and Cyclops. Well, let's 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 get the names out there real yeah. quick. So for well, Gene Grey, they're looking at Chloe Moritz, Elle Fanning, and Haley Steinfeld. Those are the three names that have been and thrown big out. Names, you they're know, big names for for, for Jean the, Grey. For, yeah, yeah, for those for uh, that character in that age. And group. then Cyclops are looking at Ben Hardy, Charlie Rowe, and Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any of the, the well they're, like, they're, they're going with, with they're going with lesser established characters like yeah. Cyclops which is which is All kind right, of so safe. your beef with uh, so, Jean Grey not my or beef the cast, well, the cast. okay so I, I of course love the Age of Apocalypse storyline that is the storyline that I would like to see I, I don't think that's the one they're going to do I think they're going to end up doing a completely different one but it's so young the characters are so young I know it's supposed to be set in the 80s but I feel like it's going to be more of a coming of age it's not going to be some crazy AU it'll be Gene and Cyclops discovering their powers for the first time and I was kind of hoping to see something like late teen early 20s so we could actually see them fighting and kicking ass and doing what they do I think we can do. still see that I don't I mean, know the, I think, the powers I, are going to be so strong like, um, I think it's going to be more like how we were introduced to Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and Avengers I think they're going to be coming into their powers I think with, with them going this young in casting I think it's going to be like we're going to see Cyclops in the orphanage you know some flashbacks so it'll, it'll be no, very I don't think he's that old when he's in the class. orphanage I don't think so. I think I think it's interesting. I think it's an exciting. I mean, as far as the age range goes, they're all in in the point where you know it would look like their powers have already manifested. And I think at that age, when mutants are younger yeah. in the, the books, the powers are out of control and they don't know how to control them. So we might actually get more flare ups and more power and more destruction, which could and, be cool, which could yeah. be really cool. And that's also, I think, in the original stories, all the X Men, the first class, were so young yeah. that yeah. there's no, yeah. there's nothing stopping them from being a mate. Like here, you know, whatever they're, they're children. In, no, in they the, are. In the they, early I mean, they issues. literally are children. Yeah. in the, the early issues. I mean, that's one of the issues that Cyclops has in current run with the way that he feels Xavier kind of betrayed their childhood. Right. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a long running theme. But I just, I, don't, I, I mean, I, I guess it does work if if these characters, uh, these these young younger actors get signed on for more of a, a long-term thing, we'll get to see them grow. Right. Which, I, which I, is think, but it's I think also, that's what they're doing. Yeah. I think they're going to be a, like a longer-term thing. I think mm-hmm. they're setting up a, a larger franchise. I want to see it pick up like early, like we see the school is now just established and maybe we yeah. see like yeah. young Jean Grey and Scott are already there and it's training and that's, you know, that first act of the film is going to be what the, what's the status quo now yeah. in the right. 80s. It's cool. I yeah, think, I mean, but I think too, I, I don't know how much we'll get from them because mm-hmm. Fox has made it very clear that they want Jennifer Lawrence to be the front runner of the yeah. universe, of the well, X Men universe, that, that, which is so weird to me that Mystique would ever be the central yeah. X Men. That's, that's the main problem. As, as as much as these films kind of get better, that's the problem where you have like you know with Feige's whole thing is like, look, we have the comics are our bible. We build out of that, and we have all this mythology to build from. And when you get like with Fox and like, look, Fox is they make great movies, but mm-hmm. I think they're really yeah they're thinking like, no, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, that's hot. That's where yeah. we gotta go. Yeah. No, they're, they're so much, they yeah. have so much more of a studio attitude over there. It's, so much. It's very much like, oh, you know, Jean Grey and Cyclops are, no, uh, that Jennifer Lawrence, she's <laughs> yeah. much... So uh, that's where I would be concerned more than anything is just the fact that I think a lot of other characters, I think the, the the leaders of those universes are being shifted in order yeah. to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they need to stop themselves and say, hey, 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 we're making the decisions. We have the money. We're also the people that greenlit X-Men Origins Wolverine. Right. Yeah. We did that. We, like, did we that. can't undo that. Slap their own knuckles. Yeah. 
well, that that all brings us to the next thing, which is uh, um, uh, that the X Men Apocalypse movie is apparently going to center around a Mystique and Magneto love story. Uh, which, as we all remember from, um, I mean, yeah, that, that, that was, happened in uh, uh, issue. Uh, uh, that, uh, never. There was the issue never. It was issue never. never, right? It was issue never. Let's see. Nah. Mag- yeah. Magneto had his wife. He had he had Magda, uh, which we never, you know, really yeah. see. Magda oh, and the, he, and one Wendigo. Right? Yeah, the Wendigo yeah, Mountains. Wendigo. Wendigo. No, no, it's Wendigo. It's Wendigo Mountains. It's where Scarlet Witch goes. And then he has an on again, off again thing with Rogue, which is a little weird. A little weird. That's mostly an Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. No, that's yeah, not yeah. true. That has become uh, that's is that established. Mainline yeah. Not currently. I mean, it had a mainline theme out yeah. of like one of the second um, Age of Apocalypse type but stories. He, it, was, yeah. it was with Rogue. Nothing has ever Rogue. been with Mystique. No. Yeah. In fact, Mystique has a baby with Xavier in the current run of comics, and Mystique uh, has also been with Wolverine. Which look fine, you know. Look, it's it's not the comics; it's the movies. They have their own continuity. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I'm always with you on that. It's just it's it's so the Fox is forcing a love quadrangle at this point because you have Beast who's in love with Mystique, you have Xavier who has this weird attachment to Mystique from his childhood, and now suddenly Mystique and Magneto are going to go get their. It's rock just the star? fact that it's. it's it's Jennifer Lawrence. Everyone has a crush on Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I think they're just playing that. And you know what's really messed up, too, is, like, Nicholas Holt, the actor, have you seen him? He's, like, in a lot of car commercials now, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. He's doing these, like, uh, like Jaguar or something commercials. Oh, that's like, dude awesome. is super good-looking. Yeah. He's so good-looking that when you put him in a movie next to Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy, like, he's beast. That's how good-looking wow. these actors are, and it makes me mad. That's all I want to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so that's... Do we have anything else on... Because I want to move on no, to the I next No, I don't thing. care about yeah. that. I don't want to give it any airtime. I think that's a mistake. <laughs> because, because talking about it makes it even more real. Well, I just don't care. I just think... Yeah. I just... I see what that is. I see that... I see that... I see... That's transparent to me, yeah. and I don't like, I don't like yeah. it. All right. Well... How do you like the news that uh, Fantastic Four, the villain, Dr. Doom, is going to be an angry internet blogger? I think it's great, man. I think especially for this year, you know, it's 1999. I think that's cutting edge, <laughs> like a brilliant take. Like, let's put somebody behind a keyboard. That's amazing. And let's have, a, like, he gives them, the, like, the, the internet call sign of Doom. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's, he should be, he was, like, in an offshoot of Hackers. That's actually right. what the Fantastic Four movie is. Is that Hacker's, like, sequel? And his his name is uh, Victor Domashev, not Victor yes. Von Doom. He's so not from Latveria. Which he is fine. York, Victor like, Von Doom is a little yeah. on the nose. I get yeah. it, you know. That's but fine. Who, he's re- who, he's repping my Eastern European people. I'm just, I'm just saying, Marvel has a raccoon that talks and climbs a walking, talking tree. Whose last name is Raccoon. Raccoon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, how on the nose is that? And everyone fell in love with it. And then well, they Fox called him Rocket like, in the film. They never yeah. called him Rocket Raccoon. Well, That's true. Very true. Guys, but, yes. I think Fox is being really progressive here, and they are using... Uh, Victor Doom, the social justice warrior, to tackle some of the hard-hitting issues we've faced this year. I think he's actually going to be a very pro-feminist blogger. He's oh. going to be anti-Gamergate. I think he's going to have a lot a lot of opinions, yeah. and I think what the, the real problem here is that he is going to fight the diverse group of Fantastic Four because their ideologies get mixed up, yeah. because they're all really at the core fighting for the rights for everyone. That's really okay. what they okay. Can I be devil's advocate since I am from the opposite show here? I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been defending this movie for a while and when I first heard this news I was gut punched I really yeah. was because yeah. the whole thing is the guy's a monarch of a nation it really makes him a different level of a yeah. threat however let's assume that not just a blogger but this is a guy who can access 
the the internet and the web in a way that it can bring down governments. He well, can yeah. seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's everything's controlled by computers. If you really control everything, you can really dominate the world in a more realistic way yeah. than some like young kid yeah. who's like, I am the I am the monarch of this nation. Also, just like Joe Francis from uh, the the uh, Girls Gone Wild, he bought an island. Eventually, this guy could generate monies and form his own island, and maybe in sequels get a nation. You know, well, yeah. but in, in, all, in all reality, I mean, that is kind of the new modern world threat. We're not really, I mean, you know, sometimes we're afraid of like Russia or, or China, but it's the, those unsettled nations, these single, like, you know, groups that can take down. They have less to yeah. lose. They're smaller exactly. than organized. I, I, no, I, I mean, I, I was being sarcastic before about my social justice warrior rant, but in all reality, I think it is a smarter move to touch on the younger generation because they are very keyed into that. And I think it's, it's, it's not speaking to us comic book fans. It is speaking to a completely different generation of moviegoers, but I think it's, it's a bold move on their part. And I'm actually kind of excited to see what they're going to do with it. And the books aren't selling. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jatarvis, what do you got for us? Alright, I'm not, I, I know who Doom is. I'm a fan of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with his, uh, super evil powers. I, th- doesn't he use, like, a lot of magic and sorcery? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's actually a really interesting character because he's one of the only ones in the entire Marvel Universe who is both very smart technologically, but he's also a, very smart with magic. magic. Yeah, he's a tech, yeah. he's a technomancer. That's a great way to put it. And how are they gonna put that. magic? Like, they're, he's but, almost like they're a not. Doctor they're not. Strange, isn't he? No, but, well, he's, he's yeah. on, he's, in that same kind of ballpark, he's he's like if you mix the best parts of Doctor Strange and the best parts of Tony Stark and put him into one person. The Fox world tends to be more grounded. That seems yeah. to be what they're going right. for. Yeah. That's their mandate in the mutant world, and that's kind of like what their mandate is in 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 the Fantastic Four. Yeah. It seems like it seems like they're even trying to ground it even more. I mean, they've got Josh Trank directing, who did Chronicle, and that which movie was amazing. Is that's why real, you know. So that film was so good. That's why, like, I've been defending everything. I'm like, look, Fantastic Four is not doing great as a book. It has not well, been that's a top ten. Sell for a long time like like let's let's I've always been saying like look let's be open to a a revision now if this Fantastic Four property was at Marvel Studios totally different because they have nailed the tone and where Spider-Man and Fantastic Four could live in that world tomorrow and we would love it but for Fox's world I I, you know, I, I really want to believe that it's going to be good. I am nervous that they they don't seem confident enough in this property. Yeah. Yeah. That they haven't been giving us anything. There's not putting anything out. Yeah, except except things like he's a blogger yeah. and it's gritty and real. And, yeah, and it's the like way letting these, the like, actors buzzwords. come out and say the stuff. Yeah. It's like what the going it's, on? It's Simon sound Kimber? bites. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're sitting and giving sound bites, and I think I'm afraid it's going to end up more like. Uh, Wolverine Origins versus, you know. I really hope I don't not. think that'll happen. I don't know what could. If you nail the thing, though, <laughs> but wait, if you get Thing right and yeah. Thing is an orange Rocky monster that's a great CGI creature, you've like got half the battle for me. Seriously, yeah. Thing is also being played by Billy Elliot, but CG. And I, and I, but I think he's a great actor. Like I like him. Jamie Bell, I think is great. But but that that's I don't know like yeah I don't know I'm excited to see what he does with Chicklis it. Chicklis did a great yeah. job I thought as a thing. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought vocally, it. but he looked really short. But he, yeah, it was I was just watching the movie the other day. That's, he was yeah. like five foot tall. Yeah, yeah. and rubber so like good. he looked like a Stretch Armstrong doll. Like, oh, you know, it was yeah. like it looked yeah. like it was made out of that material. So uh, Jatarvis, did we answer your question about Doom at all? Uh, yeah, you did. I just don't understand how you make the jump from like a sorcerer, which is such a I've never known him. I just ignore. I've never known him as a sorcerer. He's a hacker. He's he's very vaguely a sorcerer. He grew up, I mean, he was from a gypsy, like, family, and uh, his mother was killed at some point, and he he actually did a, a crossover with Doctor Strange that Mike Mignola drew. Oh, oh wow. Tri- like, Trial and Triumph, it's really good. That and they, sounds amazing. They actually traveled to hell searching for Doctor Doom's 
the mother of the they soul then of cross over with oh. Hellboy? No, in, they don't. That would be, they uh, don't. That would but, be cool. But this is like back in the like late 80s when Mignola was really coming into his uh, own. Mm. So you can imagine maybe that's where yeah. Hellboy started to kind of oh, come around. That's cool. But yeah, if you haven't read that Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom crossover, it's really good. I'll pick it up. Yeah. I've always seen Doom as a tech-based villain. He's a lot more yeah. tech-based. seems what they're doing just character for the initial character stuff is tech, so that seems yeah, like the easiest seems, power set and it, it to at least like, begin with. And, and I, I like where stuff. you're going with like the programming, because that is yeah. kind of like the tech of our you day. You could bring like, down everything. That's you a great call. Really yeah, and I, a hope, call. I hope that's what they go with. And I know I'm always like, wah, wah, Which about Which is funny, because it's also kind of the plot of Superman 3, but it's <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> little bit smarter. But Yeah. I Hopefully hope it's so. done. I would love to love it. Yeah. I would love yeah. to love a Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Hopefully uh, so, one day. Uh, real quick, going over to Sony, there's no real news except a couple weeks ago they Ugh. said that there might be an Aunt May movie. There is not going to be We're an We're going to do May a Golden Oldie movie. What is going on, I, man? Sony has no idea what they're doing over there. Like, they just dropped the, the Jobs so, movie, too? Like, what's going on? They're trying so hard to hold on to Spider-Man, and they don't know how because Spider-Man 2 didn't do as well as they were hoping. Sometimes so if I you think love they're Spider-Man, you have to let him go. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, right? Anyway, that, guy swing, that, that, that rumor was squashed. They're not actually doing that, but it was. I just wanted to say something about Sony, like it, like Spider Man. I know we've on. been we've been neglecting them. It's their fault. It's not, we're not neglecting They're them. Neglecting. They're neglecting us. Thank you. Yes. All right. So going over to even bigger news over at Netflix, we're finally getting some casting lists on Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage. Really? Have, you, have you heard? Have you haven't heard I this? Not, I've no. not heard okay, this. So, breaking to me. Uh, so they're doing Daredevil. That's supposed to come out in 2015. The cannot next movie, wait. no, right? Yeah. It looks it's, cannot I can't, wait. Like the costume, just like oh, come oh, on, can't wait. Uh, but uh, they're also doing Jessica Jones. That's going to be the next one. And the cast that they've uh, that's come out so far, I think it was Deadline that reported it. Uh, Kristen Ritter, uh, Alexandra Daddario, Teresa Palmer, Jessica DeGao, and Marin Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not familiar with Marin. Uh, mm. Kristen Ritter, and uh, that's Alexandra yeah. Daddario. Uh, she was in True Detective, if you ever watched that show. A couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kristen Ritter from Breaking Bad. Um, that's Teresa Palmer that you just saw. That's Kristen Ritter. Uh, and uh, Jessica DeGao, uh, you might know her from uh, Arrow, where she's played the Huntress. Hmm. So, yeah, oh. and uh, Marin Ireland. I, I'm not familiar with who she is. She's from the we Divide, but that, sure but that news was just released today. like a couple yeah. hours ago. So, cool. uh, so yeah, what do we? Uh, Jessica Jones. Do we know anything about her? Like, no, uh, no. I, you know, I read that uh, the series when Bendis did the, the great Alias, uh, yeah, right. Alias yeah. series, which was really awesome, and it was like one of. I'm those, halfway through it right now. Yeah, it was like so one good. of those first series, like kind of like the uh, uh, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye series, where it's like taking a step back from like having to fight supervillains all it's the time. Super good, and it's and really, it's really, really dark. It's and, really and, dark and, and gritty. And then they just they wrote her, they gave her this whole backstory, and then just kind of inserted her into the Marvel universe, like oh she's been here the whole time. Yeah. It was like great, and then she had like the Purple Man. Which it was well, very cool. Doing some research, getting ready for the show, she apparently showed up in Spider-Man number four back in the sixties. Okay, and had one line where she was watching, I think Peter Parker fight Flash Thompson. She had one line. Wow! And they were like Jessica Jones, come on, or something like that. And that character apparently Bendis wrote this whole backstory wow. for and brought her forward. He must be like just like a serious human encyclopedia. Well, dude, I know. Well, I know, Marvel right? also has this amazing internal database that you can cross-reference and pull from and look <sighs> up histories. And so a lot of, you know, writers today will go and source from that. And it's it's phenomenal. I only know this because my roommate worked on it when she oh, was at Marvel. So cool. And and some of the stuff that they can pull from and that's what, especially Bendis, he loves to pick obscure characters yeah, and mm-hmm. bring them to life. Yeah. Because it gives him more freedom. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, shackled yeah. by all and the other writers. 
writers yeah. and it, play, it, it does kind of the same thing that Winter Soldier did for Bucky where it's like they've been here this whole time they've had this weird backstory this whole time and it just enriches the universe that much more right uh, anyway so Jessica Jones just real quick because Probably most of our listeners aren't. You need too a really intelligent character, okay? So she's not like uh, she doesn't come off as like a a, a, a firebrand necessarily. She's yeah. more of a cerebral character. Like there's a there's a real dark, very existential. Side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she's a, a character that had been really wronged a lot. A lot of bad stuff. Had what's been her, done what's her power set? Okay, her power set is. I mean, she's more or less kind of Superman, not as strong or as invulnerable, but okay. she can fly. Uh, she's super strong, and she's almost bulletproof. So almost, so almost. so another, so like not a, not bulletproof, but like like if you shot her, like she's it, tough, she's yeah. tough. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so then what was the thing? So then why did she like retire? Wasn't a thing like she was out of no, it for dude, a long time? So the way I understand it is that she retired from being a superhero because of the Purple Man. Right. Okay. He just so messed per- her up so bad. He messed. So the Purple Man. Uh, hopefully, we see him in Zebediah Kilgrave. Oh. Uh-huh. Digging deep. What if Jessica well done, Jones sir. is a black and white series? Would they be that bold oh, to make no. it a total noir? No, but that would be awesome. That would be feels, so It really awesome. reads it like a noir. real noir yeah. kind yeah. of story. So Purple Man, when she first comes, like she first comes onto the scene, he kidnaps her for a few months. Purple Man is a man who is purple, and His literally, skin, yeah. he's all purple. And if he says, he can tell you what to do. He can he command can enthrall you. you, but it's through pheromones. Yeah. So it's like this very mm-hmm. like weird psychosexual sort of thing. And he held on to her for eight months, made her his slave, and then mm-hmm. sent her after Daredevil, where she got punched in the face by Vision and was in the hospital, and it was just a mess. It's a mess what what happened in this uh, Yeah, Jessica Purple Man Jones. is awful. He's, He's in the awful. current Daredevil run. Oh, my God. He's in the He's first so New Avengers that Bendis put out, which I, I love that first yeah, trade, yeah, yeah, Breakout. Yeah. That first volume Breakout, one New so Avengers good. is so good. Characters uh, like the current Daredevil, like in San Francisco, that's yeah, gonna, oh. yeah. Characters the last three like issues are, have been all Purple Man. They're so scary because they're so real. With Purple Man, well, I mean, the obviously, powers, you mean? no, but with the, the the psychological trauma. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. That's he does what, damage. He does total damage, and that's where apparently, in the same way that Alias picks up, kind of right after that, that's where this is picking up. Purple Man has oh. tormented her. She's hung up the cape. She's not fighting crime anymore. So this anymore. is going to be Alias, pretty much. Oh. It will yeah. be the Netflix series. And that's what everyone is saying. I haven't read the script. So it would I can't be say silly sure. not to. That's, I mean, because yeah. but they're saying that almost the entire series is pulled from Alias. Well, the, look, the best thing about these comic book stories is when they're told, taken from you know the the, the the sixty years of mythology. Jessica Jones only has a limited amount of mythology. Fortunately, it's a great story written by Brian Michael Bendis, one of the most prolific writers in yeah. modern comics. So they'd be foolish not to mind that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got to move on. Uh, uh, Luke Cage's names are being tossed around. Uh, actor named Lance Gross, another one Mike Coulter, and then just today a guy named Cleo Anthony who doesn't really have a whole lot of credits. Um, but look him up. He, uh, I, I think of the three guys they've announced, he looks super like like when I saw his. I was like, that guy's that guy's Luke Cage. Yeah. So if you're who's listening, that guy? Cleo, who's that guy we're seeing right there? Uh, uh, the one up there, I believe, is is, is Lance. That Lance? Yeah, yeah, that's Lance, and then because uh, his Mike eyes Coulter. are entrancing. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Mike Coulter. That's Mike Coulter. Yeah. Uh, Mike Coulter looks like a young your Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. No, my vote is Cleo Anthony yeah. that we don't have a picture of. We just, wow. so, yeah, because he came just came out like, today, so we didn't have time to yeah. get it uploaded. Yeah. But that's Mike Coulter. That's Mike Coulter. C O L T. And what was he from? Oh, uh, I forgot to write that down. I don't remember. I'm stealing him from my new pick for John Stewart in the Green Lantern oh. movie. You cannot oh. have him. Oh, oh that's he would good. be good, John that Stewart. Would be good. Oh, <laughs> I can't get to Mike, amazing. we're talking. Don't sign with Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just hang uh, in there. So, uh, but uh, Luke Cage is going to be in six to seven episodes of Jessica Jones, and then get his own series, and then after Luke Cage, we're going to get 
Danny Rand and Iron Fist. Which and then Defenders, and then Defenders. So it's going to be a fifth one. Will be Defenders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, After they that. introduce all four, they're going to do a Isn't fifth series. Crazy? If they can pull these off, Dude. just a level of production Dude. from like a good FX show or Dude. AMC yeah. show, HBO Dude. level. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Me too. Not like so the ABC, exciting. Fox, so NBC. Exciting. Like just give it that darkness. That yeah. The, yeah. The, you what know? are they going to do with Iron Fist? I know. That's like, amazing. Is, is he going to like me? Like, like it'd be better than Kung Fu. Kung Fu with like great, uh, awesome powers. Yeah. Like, What's the amazing. name of the dragon? The, oh God, I forgot. Shun Lao, the Undying. The Undying. I think yeah. it's that. I think it's that. Yeah. Unlo- it's pretty close to that. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Oh, what's up, Jertarvis? Uh, real quick, I'm not that familiar with Luke Cage. I've Luke seen Cage, him. Power I've seen Man. Him in the comics and stuff. Is he, he he is Power Man. He teams up with He's got Iron the tiara Fist. and the chain. For yeah, a belt. yeah uh, blue tights, yellow shirt, deep plunging neckline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his uh, main power? His main power is that he's super strong and he he is bulletproof. Like, yeah, his skin yeah. Is, tough. is unbreakable. He's big, um, and strong, is, tough black man. I yeah. mean, that is. I mean, no he is the definition of alpha male too. Like, if you were to put him and Superman in a room together, he like he would not back down. But yeah. like uh, Bruce Willis, unbreakable. Uh, uh, no. Uh, less no. less pansy than that. Okay, yeah, gotcha. But yeah. he also has a really he's got a good sense of humor. He's a fun he character. Yeah. He's really well rounded in the comics. His, his best one friend my, is Iron Man. Yeah, one of my favorite or, things. Uh, Iron Fist was I think Brendis no. wrote it, but Secret Wars, which was yes. the new yeah. one, the, the Nick where, Fury yeah, one, where he, he got yeah. and they yeah. nuked Luke Cage, and he got all these like he they really hit him hard, and he had all these internal injuries. He had to be brought to the hospital, and they couldn't operate on him because his, his skin, skin is yeah. unbreakable. Yeah. Oh, so they were so just like, cool. he's just, there's nothing, we can't get in there to help him. Whatever they did, oh they, they knew totally how to take him that. out. Like, I was like, oh, that's incredible. Like, that's he did smart. get hurt and nobody could help him because he's so tough. But originally, I think the power came from, uh, he, I can't think, remember the origin. I think I do. I think it was, he was in prison wrongly and was picked to be part of this experiment that went wrong. And he came out mm. of the experiment and I think, I don't know, somebody else tried to sabotage it, like almost Captain America-esque. Okay. Wow. And he came out yeah, with super strength right. and unbreakable skin. Huh. I know that they were big in the seventies. It was Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, for like Heroes popular, for Hire. Like, Heroes yeah. for Hire. Yeah, that's what I, th- I think they should call it. Heroes for Hire instead of Defenders. I agree. They've I never been Defenders. Well, and there's, the defenders and there's so many other cool characters and, yeah. you can bring in with Heroes of Hire. Yeah. So, but aren't, are they Defenders in the modern mythology? No, I don't think they're Heroes for Hire. It's Heroes because Heroes for Hire had a Fearless Defenders. Oh kind yeah, of running I, right now, but 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 that was born out of the Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, so. I, I just anyway, hope so, that they're really successful with yeah. this because this is a whole other stream and a whole other mythology to yeah. mine now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to run over to television real quick. We're actually going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we tried to do every single episode, but always run out of well, time. Well, this was a really good but episode. This, this last week was an amazing episode. And by the way, before we get into that, uh, just yesterday they released an interview with um, the executive producers Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancheron. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. And uh, the, one of the stars of the show, Ruth Nega, who plays the, the girl in the flower dress, mm-hmm. uh, Reyna. And uh, they confirmed 100% that the blue alien uh, that gave up the G, uh, GH-325 uh, that saves Coulson and Sky is, in fact, a Kree. Is a Kree. It's a Kree. Mm-hmm. It is a Kree it alien. It is a Kree. We have confirmation, everybody. How cool is it the first time they showed that on the show? Oh, my was God, like, dude. Ah! That's, that's when I was like... All right, now now I'm starting well, to like the show. Something. The problem with now the show is it something. should be 12 episodes a year. Like, the 23 yeah. episode yeah. season, it just dilutes everything so yeah. much. Like, all the best shows are, like, 12, 12 episodes. 13, yeah. Yeah. Look at how the BBC does it, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. There's a good story in here. You just have to yeah. muck through yeah. a lot of so stuff. So, it, it is a Cree, which leads me to believe that they are looking for the, the lost, inhuman city of Adelan because the Cree... 
created the uh, the inhuman well, I mean, race. Well, I mean, yeah, they're they're looking. That's what they established humans. on Tuesday. They're looking yeah. for the city. They found. They're looking the, for they, a city. They, they just haven't named it yet. I know, but they. It's Avalanche. It's the Inhumans, man. I don't know. It is. I thought so, but I don't, you don't think so. Well, you're what do you waiting think it for. Is? Well, the, the thing is this: like, I, I thought with the writing that looked very Inhumans esque. Like, yeah. I was yeah. thinking of like uh, the the Romita series that was a couple of years yeah. ago, where they had like you but know, yeah. it looked very. But, but I don't know that they're showing it. It's coming so soon. Like, I just find it. It seems too soon. But the writing even it matches soon, up yeah. on um, Ronan the Accusers weapon like there's a screenshot that i found on the internet where it was it it matches and i you know they said that the the um the one girl i'm blanking on her name not sky from last week the asian girl um oh they didn't i don't think they ever said her name no yeah okay but but the one that they were experimenting on yeah and and she's like you know she's the key to the map and that was great yeah it was that, a good episode. If you that whole stinger it, at the end, that whole connection, it was great. Yeah, yeah it was really Honest, good. honestly, if you can, if you can watch the last like six episodes of season one and then catch up right yeah. now, Shield has gotten, it's gotten good. As soon as Winter good. Soldier came out, I thought it was so bold of them yeah. to have such a mm-hmm. related episode the yeah. day, the, the Tuesday after that movie yeah. came out. So good. Is it anybody who didn't watch it? Tough, tough. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Uh, so anyway, so that's uh, give us your opinions on the Inhumans. Uh, we'd love to hear that. Uh, uh, but, uh, now we've got, uh, one last thing. Our Marvel fans last week, we asked, our question of the week was, uh, uh, it, give us a name and a recipe for an Avengers themed drink. Uh, we had a few people come in, uh, with, uh, a few suggestions. We're going to vote on it right now. There are yes. no prizes except you get bragging rights. We'll yeah. have a prize very soon. Uh, Ben Duff suggested the Hulk smash, which is three pints of pure vodka colored green. Oh. Pints. Three pints. Uh, Steve Zizou uh, suggested the Scarlet Witch, which is one ounce of mushrooms boiled with four tea bags. Uh, add a half gallon of water and a cup of sugar. That's all. It will change your reality as you know it. <laughs> That's what he says. Half gallon of water. Half so, gallon of water. How many mushrooms in there? Just one ounce. One ounce. One ounce. Is that not yeah. enough? Um, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have I any? I don't even no? No? Uh, So Mike Hodges threw out Puny God, uh, one-third tequila, one-third vodka, one-third Midori with a splash of red grenadine. Yeah. Served as a double shot. So that's the Puny God. Uh, Dane Owen suggested the Tony Stark, which is just water. It's just water because he's on the wagon. Not on current comics. Uh, no, right? The no. Superior Iron Man? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Michael Gladue suggested uh, the Deadpool. Straight shot of grain alcohol with a drop of red dye. <sighs> That's or, it. Or just like 140 proof anything. Yeah, 140 proof <sighs> anything, right? Uh, and then uh, Justin Reed Patterson, the Quicksilver, uh, back-to-back shots of clear rum and tequila, but super fast. <laughs> like super fast. Oof. All right, so those that's what we've got. Yeah. We've got the, the Quicksilver, oh. the Deadpool, the Tony Stark, which is just water, the Puny God, the Scarlet Witch, and the Hulk Smash. I'm torn between Puny God and Scarlet and Quicksilver. What was the Puny God again? Puny God is third tequila, third vodka, third Midori with a splash of red grenadine. That's Puny God. And it served as a double shot. I like I like Quicksilver and Hulk Smash. All right. So like Hulk Silver Smash, Hulk you Smash. would never survive. But there's something about <laughs> yeah. that well, that makes Hulk me Smash. laugh. Yeah. All right. So we've got uh, Quicksilver and Hulk Smash. And what were yours? Uh, Quicksilver and Puny God. Okay, what are you thinking? I like the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I'm kind of on the Scarlet Witch too. I'm I want to see where that goes. I want to see. I want to see how altered my reality is. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I like the Hulk Smash. I think they should call yeah. Hulk Smashed. Oh, that is good. That is good. Smashed. All right. So well, I think the the moral of this story is we're all gonna go get drunk. Yeah. 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 Well, but, but we've got to choose a winner. So, oh. uh, uh, how many for the Hulk Smash? You get one vote. Oh. One vote. 
How many for the Hulk smash? Okay, we've got two. Uh, how many for the Steve Zizu? That's the, or the, uh, oh. the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh, we've got oh. three. Okay. That's uh, it. There's no more yeah. votes. Oh, oh no more votes. so Scarlet yeah. Witch wins. Scarlet Witch, Witch wins. wins. And I quickly did the math. Half gallon is eight cups. Uh, uh, an ounce would be uh, eight eighths of one ounce. So, yeah. um, so, you know, from the recipe side, it sounds sound. It sounds good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, well, we're, we're going into Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so our, our question for next week will be, uh, which uh, Marvel character, hero, or villain, or just side character, it could be Aunt May if you want to say it, uh, which character would throw the best Thanksgiving? Oh. Great. Just yeah. Marvel character across the board. Which oh, one serves, right. serves so the best good. Thanksgiving? All right. Uh, so that's our question for next week. Uh, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. Please uh, make sure to find us on Facebook, Marvel News from Marvel Fans. Like us there. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Marvel Schmoes. I'm at the Matt Key. I'm at M. Placco. At Matt Cook Tweeted. At Adam Gertler. Uh, also, please don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can find us on the YouTube, uh, YouTube.com Popcorn Talk Network or PopcornTalk.com. Uh, and that's it for the show this week, guys. Uh, keep your suggestions coming. Uh, correct anything that we said wrong. Tell us what it you want to hear. It was Shao Lao, the Undying, Shao in the Lao city the of Kun Lun. Oh. Kun Lun. Yeah. yeah. So take that, Internet. I yeah. beat you. Untweet. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. Greg, thanks for being in here. Thanks for being in here, Adam. Thanks, Jutarvis. Jutarvis. Thanks, 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 guys. Me. All right. Love it. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal.